Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing in 2023. I am Nina Menace. It is an honor and a privilege to come before you again with the Word of God. I thank each and every one of you for your love and support throughout 2023. In advance, just as you've been along with me in 2022. Thank you so much, and also those who are first time listeners. Welcome. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. I pray that you are blessed. Feel free to go through last year's podcast, and I pray that those be a blessing to you today and with those as well. I thank you all. In our Facebook group, Queens of God, God bless you. Thank you so much for supporting me and for loving these podcasts. I thank you so much for all of your support. I pray that God is a blessing to you in 2023. May his lavish love, his blessings, his abundance overtake your life. And may everything line up with his will and purpose for you and your family. In Jesus' name. I do have a word from the Lord today, and we're going to go ahead and just jump right into prayer. Father God, it is in your name, Jesus, that we come before you. We love you. We love you, God. Thank you for keeping us all through 2022. And Lord, we know that you will do the same in 2023. Lord, we come to you with this word that you have given, and we ask, God, that you would touch, heal, and deliver. Let your word go forth with might and with power. Let your anointing be felt in every home. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we pray and we thank you. Lord, I right now decrease myself, Lord, increase and overflow. Let your will be done with this podcast, God, I pray. In the name of Jesus, amen. So today's podcast, we are coming from the book of Esther. So gentlemen, this word is for you too. So don't tune out on me now. (laughs) Even though we are in the book of Esther, this is also for you. We're talking about the plans and purposes for our lives and, and where God has us. So you're in this too, okay? So this podcast today is called For Such a Time as This. For such a time as this. So let's go ahead and just go with the key verse. Let's start with that. That's going to be Esther 4, verse 14. I'm going to read out of the NIV version. It says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows 
but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Amen. And I encourage each of you to go ahead and just read the whole book of Esther. Read the whole thing. Because it, though it does not say God's name anywhere in that book, you see him all over the place. You see his hand protecting his people. You see him taking somebody who is just an ordinary person and making them into royalty. It seems overnight, giving her favor and honor and then placing her in the position to be able to save her people. Now, God was so, now think about this, God was so determined to protect his people that he took a beautiful young lady from the tribe of Benjamin and made her queen of Persia. God used Esther's beauty, her grace, her purity of heart and body to win the heart of a king. And this king was not easy to get along with. This king was not easy to get along with. This king had some issues. From what we know, he he had some drinking issues. And he was very arrogant. He was very prideful. He was all about himself. He was very narcissistic, from what I can see. And we have favor with the king of kings and the lord of lords and he has positioned us you and me in this season now for many of us we have entered into our Esther season God has literally strategically positioned you right now where he wants to utilize you in the most effective way Whether you chose to be there or not, chose to be where you are or not, kind of just happenstance. Nothing is really happenstance with God. He has a plan for everything. So just like Esther, God brought us from some troubling times. Okay? I mean, even just the pandemic alone, we have gone through transitions of all kinds, ain't we? I mean... Our lives and how we live it in public has literally changed. Some of us and our families had COVID-19 and had to deal with the virus that was taking the lives of so many people. And that virus was living in our bodies. That right there is worth stopping right now and giving God praise. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you so much for your for your healing power. Thank you for your anointing and your purpose on our lives. That you have chose to keep us here for such a time as this. And so many of us, we also went through the devastating losses of loved ones either through COVID-19 or through other things that may have taken their lives. 
And I want to speak to you and say comfort to you and your family. I speak the comfort of God. Holy Spirit, comfort their hearts. Comfort their minds. Give them peace within, Lord. And heal them from that loss. Take the hurt out of the hurt and the pain out of the pain. I pray that in Jesus' name. And some of us also have suffered losses in property, in homes. We have lost jobs that were we were making good money at, and now we're in a job that maybe we don't make as much as we used to. Still suffering some financial hardship. Enduring uncomfortable living situations and conditions due to the pandemic. Because some of us have lost our jobs or our money situation went down. So we had to move out of homes. We had to move out of apartments. We had to move out of rentals. We had to move out of these places and maybe stay with a friend or family members. And sometimes that can be uncomfortable because you're so used to having your own. You know what I'm saying? And then some of us have had had to end heartbreaking infant um, I'm sorry, heartbreaking relationships. And then on the flip side of that, we had a lot of important people enter into our lives during that time. At the right time, God sent people into our lives. So in God's sovereignty and his infinite wisdom, he used all these things that we've gone through. All of the things that we endured in the years past to prepare us for this very moment. For 2023. Now Esther, she lost her parents, both of her parents, and was raised by her uncle. Now, from what I can see, he took very good care of her. She was very respectful of him, and she thought thought highly of him. And during that time, it is really tragic for a child to lose their parents at a young age because they receive their identity from their parents. They receive an inheritance from their parents. And when a child loses her parents, his parents, it can be, it can just really rock a child because sometimes they'll go through some abandonment issues. Sometimes they'll go through fear and depression and things like that set in. So it's very important who takes them under their wing. And her uncle was willing to do that. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us much more about Esther, though. Now, my question is, did she teach children? Did she work for a local market? Was she a cook or a housekeeper or for somebody else? Because she lived in Persia. So I'm sure a lot of the Israelites worked for Persians to make their living. So um, did she even desire to be married? You know? So we don't know how much she had to go through, but we, a lot of us can relate to her. A lot of us have gone through some things because see, Esther likely was dealing with some depression from losing her loved ones. 
Then she was living in Persia after being exiled. And that may have caused her to have to transition into a new way of life. That's just like if we were to go to a whole different country. And even going to countries where in their cars, you actually drive on the opposite side of the car than what you're used to driving on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it. We don't think about it here in the United States. And maybe in in any other country that's watching me or listening to me, um, you probably don't take that in consideration that the things that we do every day and the things, how we function as a country and as a people within that country is different somewhere else. And so she was forced into living a whole new life in a whole new country. She was separated from friends and family that she probably loved dearly and was forced into a harem, which in short, that is a um, a house of prostitutes uh, to be presented to the king against her will. She was forced into that harem to undergo beauty treatment so that it would get her ready to come before the king to hopefully, and the, the goal is to be chosen to be his queen. So Esther never asked for any of this though. Think about it. She did not ask to be queen of Persia. I'm sure that was not in her plans. That was not her goal. That was not something that she was pursuing. She was just living her life. She probably um, had other things that she was pursuing in life, wanted to do. But here she is in a house of prostitution getting ready to have to sleep with a king, sleep with a man for the first time that she never have known before to see if he wants to choose her as his queen. Okay? So, with that in mind, if you think about it, God's plans, though, far outweighed her plans her dreams, her goals, everything. It outweighed all of that because her calling was bigger. The calling on her life involved not just her, but her people, the Jews. And she was being positioned to be queen. That is actually showing us the hand of God on her life. Even though she went through a whole lot of stuff. She went through so much beforehand. But it led her to be used by God to save the lives of her people. Nobody else was picked but her. Okay? So, just like her, we didn't ask for the anointing that we carry. We carry an anointing that breaks yokes that brings healing and deliverance setting the captives free we have that anointing within us we didn't ask for the gifts and the talents that God poured into our being these were given to us before we were even in our mother's womb we were like we were a spirit that carried this anointing and then God just strategically 
picture mother, picture father, regardless of who they are as people. But he knew what he needed to bring out of that seed. He knew what he was placing there. And he knew the DNA that was needed. So God placed the seed in a man and a woman that has the DNA to bring your gifts and talents alive through your life, through our life. He had that in mind when he chose your mother and father. Because he had a plan and a purpose that was bigger than us. To make a difference in the world. To be salt and light in darkness, right? To be an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Jesus told us through the word that we will do greater works than he did. And he still means that, right? And God is raising us up for such a time as this. All the hurt, all the pain that you've gone through. The times that you didn't think you were going to make it. All the sacrifices that you made. The prayer, the fasting that you've done over the years, the seeds that you've sown into people and ministries and and different organizations, all the heartbreak and the times that you had to walk alone, it all has been, it all brought you to this very place of God's hand moving in and through your life. All to bring you before the world to win souls and to be used as an instrument in God's hand for such a time as this. Let's go to Joshua Joshua 1 and 9. In the NIV version it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. See, Esther prayed and fasted. Even having the Jews to fast with her for three days and three nights. And it was for her so that when she went before God about going before the king, that he would give her wisdom and knowledge and understanding on how to handle him. Right? She didn't just go in to see the king to talk to him about her people. She didn't handle it that way. She received instructions through prayer on just how to do it. See, the Lord knows the heart. God knows the heart. So she had the wisdom and the humility to go before God and say, Okay, God, how do you want me to do this? If you want me to do this, I need you to show me. I need you to tell me. Right? And a lot of us are right there right now saying, okay, God, you called me to preach. Okay, God, you called me to build this nonprofit. Okay, God, you called me to start this business. Okay, God, you called me to be a prayer warrior. You called me to 
the office of a prophet and of an evangelist, of a teacher, of an apostle, the apostolic anointing, this mantle that I carry on my life. You've called me to this, so God, just what do you want me to do with this? A lot of us is in that in that listening phase, like Esther was. Listening for instructions, directions, right? So what did she do? She invited the king and Haman, his right hand, to two different banquets. Not she didn't she didn't ask for anything in that first banquet. She just presented him with herself and allowed him to enjoy spending time with her, right? Then had the second second banquet and then exposed the danger that Haman had put her people in, the Jews. Now, God knew just what to what to work on in the heart of that king. He knew exactly what to do and how to handle him. And she used her gift of beauty, wisdom, and good food. Because uh, how many know uh, it is true that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach? <laughs> uh, that is true. That is very true. Um, just a side note, um, I saw something on Facebook a while back where this man, he, he does comedy and he was, he was sitting down at a table and I guess his, his significant other, his, his girlfriend was telling him, why can't they get married? And he was sitting down and he was fussing. Oh, everybody want to get married. Why we, why you want to get married now? We doing good. We good. We don't need to get married. And da da da. And she set a plate in front of him full of food. And he said, Oh, you cooked? You made all this from scratch? And with every bite of food, he went from saying, We don't need to do this now. Why you want to get married now? We all right. He went from that to at the end of the video, he's telling me, Yeah, and go on and pick your bridesmaids. And where are we going to have the wedding? And ooh, and you done brought me a Coke too? Yeah, uh, uh, be sure to get your invitation list together. And uh, I mean, he had flipped all the way around, all from one plate of food. <laughs> so it is very true, ladies. Take note. <laughs> so let's go now to Proverbs 18 and 16. I'm going to read from the New King James Version, and it says, A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. This is not just about men. This is women too now. So if you notice, the text did not say, Your money makes room for you. Isn't that that what it said? Oh, okay. Um, Well, I'm about to step on some toes, so just get ready. Uh, It didn't say your title will make room for you, did it? Is that what it said? Let me see. No, didn't say that. Uh, Did it say your degree or PhD will make room for you? No? Or your family name or your influence? Does it say that? Make room for you. 
Now, those things are great. Don't get me wrong. All of those things are great. And it grabs the attention of some people. But as it relates to God and his purpose, his overall purpose for your life, it is the gift of God that makes room for you before great men in order to fulfill the call, the assignment, the purposes on your life. Amen? So it goes before anything that you can obtain on your own. It is what is innate, what it's in, what's inside of you, what freely flows out of you, who you, who you are naturally is what will make room for you before great men. Now, this is why you went through all the things that you went through. Okay, this is the reason being it didn't feel good. It didn't look good. And you were praying that the Lord would deliver you. But God had a plan. See, this is the access granted to those who have endured. Going through this gave you divine access to some things, right? So let's look at King Solomon. King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, in the New King James Version, it reads, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the to men of understanding, nor favor of men of skill, or favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. So what is that saying? God's plan and purpose will always prevail. God is in control of all of this. Every last one of it. Every bit of it. Let's go to James 1, 2 through 4. It reads in an NIV version, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials in many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, the word mature here in the Greek means perfect, fully formed, or brought to completion. Okay? And God has brought many of us to this place of maturity in certain areas in our lives. Okay? So whether we know it or not, God has brought us to a place of maturity in certain areas. So maturity in the function of our gifts and talents, according to God's standards and his need of its function in the lives of others. Let me say that again. Maturity in the function of our gifts and talents according to God's standards and his need of its function in the lives of others. Now see, some of y'all just tuned out right there. (laughs) Some of y'all saying, oh, I know she's not talking about me because I'm far from perfect. 
I know I'm not perfect to do what God or I'm not ready to do what God is asking me to do because dot 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 fill in the blank (laughs) I've never done it before I haven't done this in years or I'm not as good as so and so I'm not as good as sister shoestring or brother boat boat uh boat right (laughs) y'all making stuff up now I'm not as good they they can sing they can preach they can pray they can they can really run a business they can really um uh, fundraise they can really do a good job I, I can't do like them or I may embarrass myself or people may not want what I'm offering see that's your that's the way you are looking at yourself but God wants us to align with him because you're wrong God almighty the creator of heaven and earth needs do you hear me needs what you have and so do the people that he's called you to they need you so no matter what size, what you, what your self-imposed impact, um, function of your gift, no matter what it is, God has positioned you. Yes, you. I'm talking to you for such a time as this to change the world and bring glory to His name. Let's go to First Corinthians one and twenty-seven. In the King James Version, it says, But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. This is not at all saying that our gifts and talents are foolish. Not at all. And it's not saying that we're weak either. In fact, we're strong in the Lord and the power of His might. This verse is saying that what the world or those who are carnal in nature considers foolish and weak. That is what God is going to use to shake up the world, baby. That is what God is going to use to get the attention of the hurting, the lost. Those That is what he is going to use to release his healing, his deliverance. That is what is going to draw souls to Jesus through you. Jesus said in John 12 and 32 in the King James Version, And if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Jesus was speaking about his death and resurrection, but Jesus was always speaking spiritually. Jesus lives on the inside of us, so... When we lift up Jesus, letting his light shine through us for his namesake, it will draw men, women, children to Jesus. Are you ready for God to use you for his glory this year? The truth is, folks, the truth is God has called you for such a time as this to move into that which God has positioned you to do physically and spiritually to do in 2023. Leaving behind all the naysayers, all the frenemies in 2023. Leave them back there. Don't even look back at them. Just leave them back there. 
and prepare for your divine connections and life-changing kingdom assignments. You are a world changer. This is so much bigger than us and our world that we live in, our little world that we involve ourselves in. And it's bigger than who and what we have come to know. It's all about God. It's all about his kingdom, his plans, his purposes for our lives, for not just us, but the world around us. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you, God, for ministering your heart to us. We thank you, God, for doing a mighty and precious work on the inside of us. Lord, God, I ask right now that you would download everything that we need into our spirit through your word. Give us a passion and a heart for you, God, like we've never had before. Give us a praying spirit, God. Give us the sensitivity we need to your spirit, God, so we can be led and guided without much guided without much effort. Lord, let us flow in your spirit. Let us live and walk in the spirit, God, so that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, so that we will not turn aside and do our own things anymore. Lord, that we will be kingdom-minded, because God, you said in your word, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto us. God, we believe your word. We believe your word, God. So, Lord God, we surrender our all to you right now. Lord, it is 2023, and you've given us assignments. You've given us things to do for your glory. Lord, many of us are being elevated and put into position just like Esther. I'm asking God that you would you would flow through us, God. Lord, let your anointing break yokes of bondages in us and in others. Lord, give us the boldness that we need to portray our gifts and to carry out our, our talents in the way that brings you glory and honor, God. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus. And right now, God, I want to speak to those who are, who do not know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. He's right here and he's right, he's ready. He's ready for you. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart. I declare you as my Lord and my Savior. Take control of my life and help me to walk in the Spirit. Let your Spirit rule and reign in my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and setting me free. In the name of Jesus, amen. I thank you all so much for spending time with me again. It is 2023. We have so much to be excited for. Look at what God is doing. And look at what God wants to do in your life. He loves you so much that he sent his word to heal you. He sent his word to set you free. He sent his word 
to bring you to this very moment for such a time as this. And I'm so proud of each and every one of you. Keep pushing, keep striving, keep going forward in the Lord. Amen. I love each and every one of you so much. And until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.